Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, Aphorism for July 31st. In writing, try as much as possible to avoid repeating too closely even such essential words as and, of, the, and a. Interchange these last two from time to time. Try to avoid too close a juxtaposition of words that end similarly. For example, words ending in L-Y, I-T-Y, or T-I-O-N. If you do repeat similar sounds, do so deliberately for effect. Remember, of course, that every rule can be broken, sometimes, depending on the kind of interest you want to awaken. Even speed readers, however, will prefer a flow that is enhanced by right word sequences. So Swamiji from time to time speaks to us of what he knows and what he knows is writing and communication. So he's telling us again um, in an earlier um, aphorisms that was also related to writing, I spoke of how extremely uh, conscientious Swamiji is about writing. The entire premise of, of verbal communication whether it is written or whether it is spoken, is, is actually based on the, on the proposition of Om, on the concept that sound is a fundamental um, element of God's creation and that as we get closer and closer to our source, sound becomes more and more of the reality of who we are. And also in that context, um, words themselves actually have the capacity to communicate to us actual vibratory states of consciousness. We, we're not aware of this most of the time, but all of this is, is, is going on at all times. In the, uh, in the Old Testament, it says, the Lord said, let there be light, and there was light. In the Gospel of John, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the word was God. And word, in that sense, as some people interpret that to mean the Bible itself, except the Bible, of course, was created after creation. So there's a little bit of a logical gap there. But word in the Sanatana Dharma tradition, what word means is the vibration of Om. And Om is, is the transmitting device between spirit beyond creation and spirit in creation. The, the changeless spirit vibrated is how the scriptures describe it. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what I believe to be true without my actual having experience of knowing this is true. But that the, the changeless power of spirit vibrates. And that vibration from the stillness of center is why everything in creation is dual. Male, female, light, darkness, evil, good, death, life, health, sickness... Everything is dual because it's a vibration from center, like this. 
So if it goes one way, it has to go the other way because it's not at a point of rest. And what happens as we get closer and closer to the center is the vibrations become more and more slight and the differences are not so extreme. And then we come into this place of stillness. And the, the teachings of Sanatana Dharma is because the vibration, which manifests both as sound and light, um, is, is the, the source energy that by tuning in both to light and to sound, which are two of the eight manifestations of God, we can also trace ourselves back to the source. And so in the Kriya Yoga tradition and in many spiritual traditions, listening to the Om vibration is a fundamental technique. And it's not a sound that you hear through your physical ears. It's a sound that emanates from within you because it's it's what creates the energy. This is an energy universe, and that energy is the, is, vibra- is the spirit in vibration and that mechanism is the Om. Now I've explained that as well as I'm capable of explaining it, which is not very, but anyway, there you have it. So therefore, Swamiji often, now he's talking about writhing and he's talking about very specific techniques. He talked about earlier about first and last words of a sentence and, and now he's talking about very specific things about articles and the spelling of words, all of which, the more clear you are, the more uplifted your vibration. When he was talking about creativity earlier, he was talking about tuning into a spirit of bliss so that your creativity will be a manifestation of higher consciousness. So everything we do that's related to the word, in the beginning was the word, is an opportunity for us to attune ourselves to the Om, and then be an instrument of that into the world. So nothing that we do is casual. Everything, everything has the potential to both draw ourselves closer to the source of our being and also help draw others closer to that source. And so we might not be aware when we're talking and we're speaking you know, as, as to what we're channeling, but we can become aware. We, we either use our energy unconsciously and just let it flow any way it wants to flow. I, I mean, we all know people who talk a lot and who talk a lot without a lot of conscious awareness of what they're saying. They're just constantly taking the energy that flows into them and they're just letting it flow out without a lot of discrimination about what they're saying or how they're saying or what the vibration is. And even people will write just without any thought of what they're doing, Swamiji's encouraging us, as he always did, does, to be conscious of what we do. That's one of the reasons why, over many years, I found every interaction I had with Swamiji, whether in person or in writing or just vibrationally, is because it was always a clarion call to a state of greater awareness. So why not think about the effect of our words. Why not think about of how we can make our writing more clear? As Swami says, even speed readers will appreciate, you know, if you have proper word sequences, everything will flow better and communication will be better. There's another aspect of, of verbal communication that um, is really worth considering. You know, that languages are not accidental. 
um, very few people are conscious of the source of language, but the, the more ancient languages, especially this is, this is what is, I'm not a linguist, so I'm just going to again, I'm going to tell you things that have been told to me by people I trust and that have a, a certain ring of truth to them. And again, part of this for my part is on faith because this is about the Sanskrit language. And Sanskrit is said to be the ancient language and one of the mother tongues of all other languages. There's Hebrew, there's Latin, um, and there's uh, uh, Sanskrit, but Sanskrit above all, I've been told, you know, is a source language. But, but here's why it's a source language, because the sound of the words in Sanskrit is closer to replicating the vibratory sounds of the concepts and ideas and, and things that the words represent. Now, whether or not I can verify that is ab- actually true, it's really an interesting thing even just to think about. And in, uh, in meditation, the fundamental technique that, uh, the, base, the first technique that you learn on the path to Kriya Yoga is what we call the Hong Saw technique. And there's nothing secret about it. Hong Saw is a mantra. And it's a, a mantra that's related to the breath, hong, as you inhale, saw, as you exhale. And it's a, a, a contraction, you might say, it's a, it's a bij mantra of a longer phrase, which means, I am one with the spirit. So the actual sound of the breath is the sound, the hong saw sound. And what, we're, what amuses us is that when a person snores, they also go like that. So it's the opposite sound of it, but it is the sound of the breath. I mean, it's such a beautiful idea from the Hong Sa point of view that every time we inhale and exhale, the actual sound of our inhalation and exhalation is the mantra that declares ourselves to be one with the Spirit. So that's one example. Even the word Amen is based on Om, an an effort with the voice to replicate Amen, Amin, Om. There's this closure because we're trying to do with our own voices what we hear internally. It begins to sound like that. So Something else to remember in writing or speaking is that what also communicates is not just the abstract concept, apple, or, or um, fast movement, but words themselves have the vibration of, of what they're trying to represent. So when you're speaking especially, but also when you're writing in the rhythm and the poetry of it, you want the, the words to be spoken or presented in such a way that there's a vibratory relationship between what has been presented and the actual meaning of what you're saying. I mean, take the word peace. Swamiji said he was inspired to learn the Italian language. He knew a number of European languages, but he didn't know Italian, and when he started going to Europe and building a work for Ananda, 
Italy was the country where everybody was interested. So he already spoke Spanish, French, and German, but he had to learn Italian. And he, at first he would be translated. He would speak and someone would translate. But when he said, you know, expand your consciousness into an ocean of peace, and the Italian lady, and I can't say it in Italian, but she said, expand your consciousness into an ocean of peace. And Swami heard her say that, knew what she was saying. He said, I have to learn and be able to speak this language myself. Same words, expand your consciousness into an ocean of peace. But there's nothing in it that sounds like expanding your consciousness into an ocean of peace. So much of the time when we're talking, you know, it was a really happy time. We all had a really happy time there. You don't feel like we had a really happy time. Or if we did, we wonder what the basis of happiness is. But if you say it was, it was a really happy time, then you're really saying with every part of you. And Swami's, you know, giving us clues about how what you know you can do with the tone of voice or the emphasis that you give a word, he's telling us on paper too, exactly the same rules apply, and he's just giving us a few of them, but what he's working with, you see, is vibration, because the real communication is the degree to which it matches the vibration of Om, because Om is our shared reality, and if we use words to transfer that vibration, then people receive and understand on more than just an intellectual level, what it is that we're trying to communicate. So now, Swami says, in writing, try as much as possible to avoid repeating too closely even such essential words as and, of, the, and a. Interchange these last two from time to time. Try to avoid too close a juxtaposition of words that end similarly. For example, words ending in L-Y, I-T-Y, or T-I-O-N. If you do repeat similar sounds, do so deliberately for effect. Remember, of course, that every rule can be broken sometimes, depending on the kind of interest you want to awaken. Even speed readers, however, will prefer a flow that is enhanced by right word sequence. So, my friends, God bless you. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or, for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.